0: and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide our hot takes on the least important in- internet news. I'm Matt Herron. I'm Jeff.
1: I'm Louisa Heron.
0: I always trip over the word internet because, uh, like, I don't know if it's because of the region that I live in, but I always want to say internet, and that's yeah. not good. Can't say internet.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that is, that's a Delaware Valley uh, shortening.
0: Yeah, probably. I th- it sounds like that Philadelphia accent people do
2: when they're making fun of this area <laughs> of yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I, I think I say internet. Yeah, I do. Mm. There it is. I do uh-huh. it. I, I try as much as possible to avoid any of the South Jersey sort of uh, Delaware River Valley uh like Accents,
0: yeah. Because uh, you hate stuff. Jersey.
2: Because I hate South Jersey, where I'm from, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I like pretty much every other part of New Jersey besides the one where I grew up, um, South
0: Jersey's not that bad, except for the people,
2: yeah, that's the main <laughs> thing for me is uh the people there made it, bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, yep, you know
0: Philadelphia's great though. I know you hate Philadelphia, Jeff, but I really think Philadelphia is a very nice city. I know Jeff hates Philadelphia, but all of our fans out there from Philadelphia know where it's at. Woo! And then then pause for, yeah, cheering. Yeah.
2: We do have, I think, Philadelphia fans. Probably. We're We're all
0: kind of from the Philadelphia area, if you think about it. Yeah.
1: Do you round everyone up to (laughs) Philadelphia? (laughs) Yeah, that's why
2: I was using the broader term Delaware River Valley. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. that'll... There's a similarity, I think, between the accents of people around that area. That, you know, Philly accent, Pennsylvania accent, you get a little in there. Yeah,
1: Here's a geographical question. Is any part of New Jersey in the Delaware River Valley? I thought it only came down from the Delaware, Pennsylvania, uh, this side. No, the Delaware River is what
2: um, defies Pennsylvania from New Jersey. Yeah, I know. What
0: is Brazil?
1: Mm,
2: Are there Uh, valleys in Brazil? That movie.
0: Probably. I know there's jungles. I'm just so bad at the geography portion of this game, so. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I'm just wondering if there's any, uh, runoff. Uh, into the delta where I live from New Jersey and I don't know.
2: Looking at the Delaware Valley and it defines it as uh covering like five new jersey counties four and a half philly ones some delaware and maryland
0: the delaware river is what makes up the border between new jersey and philadelphia so one of the banks of the delaware is in new jersey
1: yeah yeah that's true i was thinking it was higher on that side but i guess it can't really be especially not the entire way uh, I do know that Delaware owns the entire river, where Delaware, uh, the Delaware r- River runs between Delaware and New Jersey. And New Jersey owns none of it, and they've tried to take some back, and the government has said no. That's fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why would you want to? I mean, like, what's so great about owning the mouth of the Delaware River? Well,
2: I know- at, um,
0: Well, you can in the... learn what
2: that mouth do.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I guess it mainly allows uh, barges to go up it.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. In the late 90s or early 2000s, um, New Jersey just put up a bunch of wind turbines in the river. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they didn't ask permission and they don't own that water, so they're not allowed to do that. And Delaware uh. said, this interferes with our shipping lanes and you're not allowed to do that. So you have to take them down. And they did. Oh,
0: huh. interesting.
1: Yeah, it's very if weird. If only New
0: Jersey had other <laughs> wasted shores somewhere. <laughs> Uh,
1: but H- that, interferes,
0: right
2: now, that interferes with rich people's sightlines of the horizon, so yeah, obviously we can't do that, Matt.
0: As long as it doesn't actually stop uh, like construction of important stuff, there's nothing I love more than rich people getting angry about wind turbines at the beach that they like to go to.
2: <laughs> oh man, did um, you hear about this New Jersey guy who cut down the trees? Uh, in in like his the view of his yard no paul bunyan okay so it's a current news story <laughs>
0: oh is paul bunyan from new jersey maybe yeah. <laughs> mm, interesting this seems like this deeply changes my understanding of paul bunyan here's the great yeah. thing
1: about folklore you can always say maybe
0: i bet you could start you could like create a tourist trap somewhere, anywhere in the (laughs) United States by putting up, like, starting the rumor that that's where Paul Bunyan was born?
2: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that uh, we have those, and it's every tire store.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, yes. For some reason, I was thinking of the Michelin Man, and I'm like, he's not
2: that much like Paul Bunyan. No, no, (laughs) the tire stores that have a Paul Bunyan carrying tires out front of them for some some reason? (laughs) I, I love
1: that, that uh, 50s, 60s uh, giant fiberglass man that stores could buy to put out front. And he holds mm-hmm. his, you, when you see one, he holds his hands in a specific way. He's always painted different. But
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think he's meant to be a Paul Bunyan because I think he's supposed to be holding an X. But sometimes yeah. people mm-hmm. are giving him like a muffler or something for their business. <laughs> yes. It's a a very donut. funny. <laughs> but, but his hands are honestly, all wrong. Yes. Honestly,
0: that is that generation's giant skeleton that you can pose (laughs) on your lawn.
2: Or uh, the the fan-powered flailing tube
0: guy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I drove uh, on my way to the local hardware store. I drive past a lawn that has one of those giant skeletons. And every time I go past, it's posed differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, it's always dressed the same. It has like a bow in its hair, for lack of a better word. And, like, a little tutu on. Those giant skeletons are such a blessing to society, I feel like. Yeah. It really lets you know who's cool.
2: I wish, know? I, I wish I had one.
0: I do, too. Even though I would be so embarrassed to have one outside of my house all the time, I love people who do have them out of their, outside of their houses all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Uh... What if you're like, so- I can't face going outside today, but then your skeleton falls over that day. You have to go and mm. help it. Ugh,
0: it's too much. Oh, that's, a, that's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> my, my skeleton already falls over every day.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it takes the rest of the meat with it. Mm-hmm, uh, so I've learned true. more about these, these tire store statues. Okay, this is great. They're called muffler men. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, okay. wonderful. The first one was a Paul Bunyan designed to hold an
1: axe. Aha! Uh-huh. I knew it. Yes, because
2: he's—he's
1: got such a very
2: axe-pulling handshape. shape. Right. He's got his left hand like down. Yeah, exactly. His hands are like rounded. But I, I also remembered that fact, which is why I called them Paul Bunyan statues. But then I was like. But why would that be a Paul Bunyan? And now yeah. I've discovered it's because they were all taken from this mold for this Paul Bunyan statue. Okay,
0: but you there guys again. really answered the question. Because somebody was like, I need to make the progenitor of a line of statues for muffler companies. What character should I use? Oh, Paul Bunyan. It was... <laughs> and
2: that's the thought process I want to understand better. Uh, so it was originally outside of a lumber store, but... Okay, the, now the, uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, town objected to the <laughs> statue, so they removed the axe and replaced it with a flagpole because there was no limitation on flagpole height.
0: Mm-hmm. And then people still objected, so then they pa- painted it to look like the lead singer of Harvey Danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, I, this This story does still... Uh, precipitate from the thought of somebody driving past that thing outside a lumber store and being like, "Oh my god, I love that statue! I'm going to put one outside of my store." And then someone else being like, "That that you don't have a lumber store though, John. You have a muffler store. Ah, it's fine. It's the same basic thing."
1: Yeah. Have you ever seen any small business that has to style itself? They're all like this. So of course, so I yeah. thought that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, I do think there's a specific kind of small business that, some, like, there's, maybe there's, like, a book out there somewhere that's, like, how to run your small business that says the most important thing is consistent theming, and that's the only thing that they lean into super hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say they have consistent theming for most of them. Maybe consistent theming. Maybe it's, like, a amount of theming. Okay, yeah, there say. we go.
1: And they yes. think they think they know one thing about business, and that thing they think they know is all attention is good attention. So anything that attracts mm. more attention is great. So which which works as long as
0: you don't think about it too hard.
2: Yeah, all of these statues were made by the same company in California in mm-hmm. the sixties. Okay, I love it. great. Uh, who's Great.
0: Who's making them today? No one. <laughs> Business opportunity. <laughs> they were all
2: made out of fiberglass. Fiberglass is no longer made and the molds were destroyed in 1976.
0: Damn! I know for a fact that we have at least one person who sometimes listens who is a professional sculptor. Not a professional. An amateur sculptor who would like to be a professional artist and that person, this is your meal ticket
1: mm-hmm. I thought you were going to name them I'm like oh do we but I see what you're saying <laughs> name and shame
0: no. I'm saying any of our listeners out there who are interested in sculpture or being a professional artist just go take a mold of that one of one yeah, of those yeah just go men. do that
1: just go take a mold yeah. step one
0: yeah. or sculpt your own one you're a sculptor but then just mass produce these things people would go fucking crazy for this oh, yeah delightful Especially if you made it out of like rubber or something, some more advanced uh, material than just papier mâché. God, a
2: giant solid rubber Paul Bunyan, <laughs> god, god, twenty feet tall. Uh,
1: it bounces, falls,
2: but then it bounces. <laughs> It falls, shatters the street, and then bounces over the neighborhood (laughs) to the next town.
0: Everyone was afraid of the climate apocalypse, but this is not what they had in mind. Yeah, Uh,
1: I was thinking you could do
0: there's a giant bouncing Paul Bunyan, and no one knows how to stop it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking you could do like a like a really beautiful ice cream cone sculpture or something, right? But to make it Mm -hmm. look really nice. That implies something about the ice cream you're going to get there. People are going to, no one wants to hear a customer going, oh, this doesn't look like the the sculpture. So what you need is like a really beautiful giant chicken for fried chicken Mm -hmm. places, because that doesn't imply anything about the quality of the fried chicken.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And you could also, if you made a line of giant fiberglass uh, chickens, Mm -hmm. you could put them outside of ice cream stores as well. Because apparently who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to relate to it at all.
1: <laughs> you paint them with black and white spots like they're calves and everyone loves it. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the opposite of those Chick-fil-A
1: ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eat me. Uh, mm-hmm. The
2: sign says. Yep. <laughs> uh the original one was outside of a restaurant called the Lumberjack Cafe. Aha. Uh-huh. Nice. And then, That's
0: not even a lumber store. That's yeah. a cafe. Some
2: other guy bought the mold for, like, all the molds from this fiberglass sculptor and started a company where he just churned these things out by the thousands for, like, God, I years. love that.
1: I fucking love that it. That
0: is the- that person is the greatest salesman <laughs> in history.
2: Heroic. Heroic. You know, yeah. if I
1: was a millionaire, I would start my own mini-golf course. I've said this before, because I want to design the mini-golf course. There would be so many fucking fiberglass monstrosities in this Mm -hmm. (laughs) mini golf course how is this not a
0: video game i mean maybe it is but just designing mini golf courses and then getting to play them that would be very fun yeah that seems like it's
2: probably a video game it's probably
0: not a good video game because what you want is like really just fucked up traps and and tricks of each Hole. I want a play. A a
2: fiberglass Paul Bunyan made to look like Frankenstein's monster.
0: Yeah, exactly. You want that kind of wacky shit? And I bet if it exists, it's just like you can put a sand trap in here or like a jump over a a river or Mm -hmm. whatever, but not anything really just inexplicable. (laughs) Yeah
1: one of the
0: there's a there's a mini golf course down by the jersey shore jeff you probably know of this one if yeah you, i know you've been around that area that is helicopter crash themed what oh my god <laughs> there's like a crashed helicopter in the front of it that has an animatronic gorilla that does like crowd work as you're <laughs> walking
1: past. is this supposed to be king kong but not legally
0: king kong it, but he's flying the helicopter <laughs> it's I'm like confused. reverse king Kong. <laughs> okay the last the last hole is a giant uh animatronic shark that jumps out of the water to eat your ball
2: wow mm. yeah. this sounds great where is what is this it's in um stone
0: harbor i think is this congo falls Uh, I mean, I could not tell you. Can you, okay, are you asking me to remember the name of any (laughs) mini
2: golf course right now? (laughs) Uh, so it's not like a huge, it's not a huge elaborate one, it's like a crummy sideshow type thing? It is, but it has, like,
0: so many gimmicks happening. It's very confusing, but there's just a lot
2: going on. Yeah, I'm seeing one in Ocean City that has a helicopter with zebra stripes.
0: Oh, maybe they've, like, changed it didn't the whole boardwalk burn down a couple years ago maybe they like rebuilt it different
2: that's a shame it's right next to the ocean you'd think they'd have enough water to stop it
0: yeah but there's an
2: awful lot of french fry oil <laughs> seeping into the the wood there. you can't douse a fire of french fry oil it'll just burn yep burn for a hundred years
1: yeah, doesn't uh, Bruce Springsteen have a song about this? The tragedy of the burning boardwalk?
2: <laughs> yeah, the, not, the French fi- <laughs> <really missing> out. <laughs> he mentions the French fi- oil fire of uh, <laughs> 1973. <laughs> uh, oh
1: my
0: god. How he's, uh, how he's gonna have enough grit to escape it and, and make something of himself. Yeah. That's what every Bruce Springsteen song is about, gotta,
2: right? Gotta get out of this burning town, this town on fire <laughs> with its French fry
1: grease yeah i think it's helicopter themed mini golf course
0: (laughs) i think it's called something like delicious smelling town
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, god anyway what'd you do this week uh matt
0: um well what did i do oh jeez i thought i had something but i can't oh i know what i did um i'm not going to talk too much about it because it's not super exciting but i did watch the new season of is it cake
2: that Aha! just came out on Netflix. What's... Have you
0: guys watched any of this series? What's the no, I've word? heard of is it? it.
2: Is it cake or not?
0: Sometimes. Oh, good to Yeah, that's the wild part. Um, it, I, I watched the first season and enjoyed it. I really love watching the second season of game shows because it's clear that they always end up hiring someone whose job it is to make the game rules work after they realize how clunky the first season was. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've changed the rules a lot in ways that make the game more interesting, I think. Like, in the first season, you would you would pick something on theme that you were going to make a cake of, and then they would bring out a bunch of options for decoys that you could put it next to, mm-hmm. so that, like, you could be like, okay, well, I'm making this shoe cake, so I want to pick a bunch of shoes that will psych out the judges to make them think that it's these other shoes instead of the one I'm making um in the newer season th- all of the decoys are the same color so you have to match the color of everything else so you can't just make it like a wild color like they did in the first season which is huh. i think a good improvement um i just realized what
1: you're saying i thought you meant shoe pastry this whole time and i was like oh "Mm, sorry yeah, that was probably
0: the worst example (laughs) but i got there basket basket balls or whatever i forgot
2: about that being a type of (laughs) baked goods so i knew the whole time that you meant that people (laughs) have to figure out what the most delicious looking footwear is (laughs)
0: Mm. yeah um but it's a very good show i always enjoy watching it um i recommend it if you haven't watched it it's like in some ways it feels like the American version of the Great British Bake Off because everyone is very supportive of one another and it is a like a weekly different kind of baking challenge, but America can't just have people be making nice food. It has to be gamified yeah. to the nth degree. So, <clears throat> um, But what I did want to talk about is last night I was listening to like you know how sometimes you are just watching YouTube videos and all you do is click, uh, like uh, the next rec- <clears throat> recommended video or whatever to like, you know, create a chain of semi-related things. Mm-hmm. So I was watching music videos last night on YouTube and I got to the song "The Hippy Hippy Shake." You guys oh, know this yes, song? Yes, yes. I do not. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to it, and then I was. I know that Jen is not a fan of the Beatles. And I was like, uh-oh, like, not uh-oh, my, my <laughs> wife isn't going to scream at me for listening to the Beatles in the house or anything. Don't but let your wife I... hear you
2: listen to this band. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: um, but I was just like, uh, Jen hates this band, maybe I'll switch it to the next one, because she was right in the next room. Uh, and then I, I w- was talking to her, and I was like, um, I was surprised that you didn't t- say something about how bad the Beatles are because of that song that came up. And she was like, oh, I don't know the Beatles version. Uh, and I looked at the list of people who'd covered it. This song has been covered so many fucking times by bands with the wildest names. <laughs> hmm. so, Tell me more. Well, what I would like to do is I'm going to read you a band name of a band that covered the Hippie Hippie Shake. And I'd like you guys to try to guess what year that cover <laughs> oh, I love like, that. came out in. Yes. Is there
1: a time range? Can we find out when the first
0: yes. recording of Okay. Yes. The first... Uh, the, the writer of the song was a gentleman from Australia named Chan Romero, <laughs> okay. and it was recorded in 1959. Okay. The most recent cover released was uh, in 2020, Uh-oh. and the band's name is Die Totzenhosen. German? Okay. I it is a German band. Hmm, I would hope so. <laughs> so... With that in mind, I'm going to read you a couple of these. So, first of all, do you guys know the most uh, popular, or not popular, the most, like, uh, commonly known version of the Hippie Hippie Shake? Who did that one? Because it's not the Beatles.
2: I've never heard of this song. Maybe I would recognize it if I heard it play, but you I don't, probably I don't would. know it by title. So I I don't think think It's that one that goes,
0: For goodness sake... I got the hippie hippie shake. You know that? I think oh, I yeah. Only it's a 50s rock version.
1: song. So. <laughs> wow. Well, what'd you say, Louisa? I think I only know the Beatles
0: version. <clears throat> okay. So, the most popular version of it, uh, the one that everyone probably has heard on the radio the most, is by a band called the Swing Swinging Blue Jeans. Okay. That's a great name. Sounds like yep. a real Can- narc
1: name if you're trying to infiltrate some teens. <laughs>
0: Yes, well, this is part of what's great about this, because the Hippie Hippie Shake, I think, is a song complaining about hippies. Uh I think. And so, I think a lot of the bands on this list are bands that want to be cool, but also want to separate themselves from hip culture, if that makes sense. Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um. Okay. okay, so what year do you think the Swinging swinging Blue Jeans recorded <sighs> the Hippie Hippie Shake?
1: 69, because it sounds like they're a band that was made to appeal to teens by adults, a very corpo band. I'm talking my way through this, and I think they <laughs> brought it out a little too late, and times had changed. So, 69. Uh, 1961,
0: I'm gonna say. Ooh, Jeff is close. Damn it! It was 1963. Shit.
2: Oh. As
0: made famous by version of by the Swinging Blue Jeans. Yeah, I, I was
2: thinking it had to have been uh, either around or before the Beatles. Yep.
1: Before um, uh, Kennedy got shot, perhaps that was well, at the, end maybe of that year, the maybe it's so. maybe
2: it's what he was listening to when he got shot. <laughs> God, Ooh, that makes so much sense. Actually, he had it on the car radio.
0: Oh my God! It was in November of 1963. No, Whoa! it could be
2: he
1: killed Kennedy. <laughs> the song right. that killed Kennedy, that's your BuzzFeed list of uh, <laughs> covers of this song. Yes.
0: Yeah. Alright, next one. The
1: Milkshakes.
0: <sighs>
1: um, Do these go chronologically? Do we know that this is after, or it could be any time? I'm not doing them chronologically okay. to make it harder. <sighs> milkshakes. I'm going to say 1960.
2: I'm going to say 1987. <laughs>
0: Ooh again Jeff you're quite Damn good it. at this. It was 1984.
2: Wow. Yeah, that milkshake about this. sounds that's a 50s throwback uh, band. Yeah yes, exactly yes.
1: What about the 80s fascination with the early 60s shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, I was like that's a uh what is that the famous one everyone makes fun of. Uh <clears throat> something
0: Oasis? Shana. What are you Shana, trying? na to... that's oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. There okay. You know. Um okay let's see. This one is my favorite one. The band name, I mean, of all time, not just in this list. Okay. Melvis and his gentleman.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Melvis! Can I, can I guess first, or you want to guess first again, Lisa? <clears throat> no, you can guess first. I'm going to guess that this one was recorded
1: in 1959. That's good. I was going to say 60 again. I have a good feeling about that, and I'm going to say it. 1960. Louisa wins this round it was 1963,
0: the same oh, year, wow. one month earlier than The Swinging Blue Jeans. There
1: was so much of that that <laughs> is kind of wild. Yeah.
2: Yes. I was, my theory was that this was the band that ni- initially recorded it after it was written. Mm.
0: Uh,
2: but no. No,
0: Chan Romero did do a version of it, and oh, it okay. sounds exactly like all the other versions <laughs> of it.
2: And like every <laughs> other song written between 1950 and 1959. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. All right, I have two more for you. All right.
0: Um, I have just for fun, the number four. Just for fun. Okay.
1: Uh, Clearly, to me, that says 1990s, and I'm going to say 1997.
2: I'm going to go for 1999.
0: Louisa wins this round 1990.
2: Oh, wow, man.
0: Yeah, this was early in the numbers in the name of your band <laughs> yeah. era. Yeah,
2: really. <laughs> yeah, it's like two live crew rather than a uh uh all four one mm-hmm. B4 yeah. four <laughs> uh
1: ninety-eight
2: degrees.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay, last one. Captain Cardiac and the
2: Coronaries. I think I've heard of that band, but I don't know what they are or when they're from.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say that's Ooh what what is a second wave ska? I'm going to say 1984.
2: I'm going to say 2013. Jeff
1: wins Check.
2: 2006. Ah. Damn it. <clears throat> Fourth yeah, wave is, ska or whatever. That's that's one of those like <laughs> rockabilly corny. Yeah, exactly. Like uh what is that
0: cheese one? R- Ralph cheese Richard or something. Richard cheese. Richard cheese, yes. He's,
2: yeah, he's, he he is, doesn't take it seriously. I can't uh be mad at Someone who does that style of music uh, as a joke.
0: Yeah, well, I it's hard though because I feel like that style of music has been a joke since it it was it originated. Like, I don't think Brian Setzer takes it seriously. Oh, you know what I, mean? I think
2: he takes it so seriously.
1: I think he takes it very seriously as a personal interest, but he knows it's not cool, especially when he started in the 80s, so he's, like, okay with it, but he is 100% committed in his life to it. Yeah, he- yes, you're right. He is
0: certainly committed to it, and, like, it is important to him, but, yes, I think it's that he- I think almost everyone who does Rockabilly is, like, aware- if- Unless you're just, like... If you're, like, a person who's gotten famous doing Rockabilly,
2: you know that you're a joke. Yeah. I hope.
0: And, I like, hope you that. have to be okay with
2: it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think... I, I don't know. I think part of the reason people make fun of sha Na is because they were like, yeah, that's all good, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they... We're gonna do that for only, 50 years. <laughs> people only ever liked do up ironically, but Rockabilly, I feel like people... Can trick hmm. themselves into thinking they like
2: it for real.
1: I will agree with you if you say if you give the the that it is white rockabilly. I yeah. fully yes. agree. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, duet's yeah, true. up is good when it's like uh, like most rockabilly duet groups. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. The only good white up group is the Four Seasons, and they're still kind of bad.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, and they were just trying to do. They were just imitating. Good up, huh? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, uh, agreed. Okay. So we got anyway, a chance to get another
1: li- dig in on uh, New Jersey. <laughs> Great.
2: Yeah, take it. <laughs> I mean, their their big hit is their comeback <laughs> disco song from the seventies. So, <laughs> I I think that history agrees with me that the Four Seasons kind of sucked. Well, they had a lot of <laughs> yeah. they had a lot of hit songs though. Walk like
1: a man, etc. That's
2: true. It's all oh what a
1: night though. Eh. Yeah. To me, that feels like past their prime, like, one more chance to take a bite of the apple, and I don't care for it.
2: Huh. Yeah. I think it is their biggest hit, though.
1: <laughs> it might be,
2: yeah. I wouldn't anyway. be surprised. So anyway,
0: that's my new bit that I wanted to introduce. I like is it. We should do through. games more. Yeah, I think I might bring this again if I find another one that has a lot of covers, and we can try to guess the year. Uh, that's something. Yeah. I I agree with Jeff. I was thinking, like, now that we have this new format... It, the show is an awful lot of us just talking about whatever our current interest is, mm-hmm. and so maybe at bringing some new games to play might be fun. So
1: yeah, no promises, but it would be good if we all <laughs> uh, kept an eye out for game gamifying potential <laughs> to things. Well,
0: I already did. Yes, mine, I know. So I'm I see. not going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week?
1: Uh, this <clears throat> week I did a lot of my usual stuff, and I beat. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, great game, game of the century, mm-hmm. we all know. Yep. Don't need to talk he about really,
0: that. You really, really smashed, uh, uh... Evil. Goron. Is evil. Is that his name? Goron <laughs> is the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love how um, one of the characters is a Goron, and he undercuts every serious moment by saying the word "Goro" at the end of sentences. <laughs> that's very funny to me. It's so strange because he's that... just
0: a big—he's just a big Mortal Kombat fan. <laughs> he loves that forearmed
2: weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> that's a—that's a like. Uh, sort of anime-esque trope that doesn't yeah. localize because, like, mm-hmm. there are sentence-enders in Japanese that are, like, little two-syllable things you just put at the end of a sentence. So when a character does that, in Japanese, it's, like, a cute quirk. But, like, you just have them do the same thing in English? It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean,
0: is it, can we just refer to it as the snarf paradox?
2: Exactly. You yeah. guys remember Snarf? Or like yeah. Mega Man in the Captain N cartoon. says oh, Mega yes. at the end of every sentence.
0: Weird. He's like a weird bullfrog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Uh, so, play that. It was great. Play that game if you haven't. That's my recommendation for you. But, I watched You're, the- you're
0: referring to the new game that I brought to our podcast? The- yeah. Yeah with the covers yeah play that yeah
1: game. play that music game uh <laughs> irritate your friends um mm-hmm. uh, so i saw the movie bullet train this week and oh, i'm sorry <laughs> is this a
0: new movie or
1: an old movie <laughs> this is for me an extremely new current movie in that it came out in
0: 2022
1: oh okay uh does this does this have chris pine in it no no
2: it's got it's brad got, pitt in it brad pitt looking a little like chris pine Mm,
0: there was definitely a train movie that came out a couple years ago with Chris Pine in it. Go on, sorry.
1: It was Chris Evans in Snowpiercer. Is that what you're thinking of? No. Oh. Okay. Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jeff didn't like Bullet Train, because here's the thing. I liked it. I thought it was fine. Unstoppable. Oh, it was ten years uh, ago. Okay.
2: Oh, my god. <laughs> uh, I thought that it was well-made, but... <laughs> taking the, uh, taking the like superhero aspect out of what is essentially a Deadpool movie makes all of huh. the stuff that happens feel way more cruel, <laughs> uh, weirdly.
1: Ooh. See. I was thinking about this. Um, Any type of torture really bothers me in a movie, even if it's like a small thing, like pulling out a fingernail or something. Horrible. Very upsetting. Mm -hmm. A movie like this, which is extreme violence among violent people who expect it and gleefully participate in it, that doesn't bother me at all somehow. Huh. (laughs) So there's a bunch of assassins on a train and they're trying to kill each other. And I love that. And it's great. And I don't mind the violence. And... Uh, it's very much a popcorn movie, so like the twists and turns aren't super exciting or unexpected, but that's fine. So it's one of those yeah. types of movies. So I did enjoy it a lot. And there's some fun cameos in it that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, yeah
0: a- More and more, I feel like I appreciate a movie that doesn't try to do too much. Mm-hmm. A-, a movie that is aware, like, this is the dumb premise of our movie and we're just going to do it because people know what to expect and they're coming for this, and we're just going to do that. Like, John Wick does that well as as well. Yeah,
1: and this is like if someone blows the door off a bullet train and gets sucked out, but they manage to cling to the train and get back in. You're like, yeah, of course, of course they did. Oh, this is a, yeah. a cartoon. I love it. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. yeah, this is, it, it. it's uh, it's less in the John Wick vein. It feels more like a a movie that someone who grew up on Tarantino movies would make mm-hmm. being inspired by him so sort of like 2 degrees out from all of the like Hong Kong action that inspired Tarantino
0: in a weird right. way. Interesting. Yeah. It, it sounds a little bit like Shoot 'em up.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that, but from the trailers, yeah, probably. Uh, I know this story was written by a Japanese author. Um,
2: oh yeah, it's based on a uh based on a book.
1: Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was based on a book or a manga, because, uh, you know, a manga would make sense. But a book, as you say, then. Um, yeah, What I,
0: book? Is it Frankenstein?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, a novel
2: called uh, Maria Beetle that was translated into English as Bullet Train.
1: Apparently, um, there it's a three-part novel series, and this is just the middle part, which is a strange choice. And I wonder if they're going to adapt the last part. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, great movie. Great to watch a movie that doesn't I forget sometimes. I I don't just have to watch good movies that are going to be upsetting <laughs> or <laughs> or movies that are so bad that I hate them. There's the yes. the popcorn ones which are just fine and it's good enough. Yeah.
2: You can watch a movie where you're like this is going to be like going on a dark ride uh yeah. ra- rather than like reading a novel. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, I af- I often feel like when I'm like sitting down for an evening and I'm like, "Oh, I- maybe I'll watch a movie tonight." The movies that I have on my list of I should watch these are often ones that I know I need to dedicate a lot of yeah. my soul to taking in. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes you just need something that's just going to be on,
1: you know? Mm-hmm and it's because it's a popcorn movie it's making sure you're not going to forget anything so when someone comes Mm -hmm. up on screen and they're going to be an important character they get a little introductory kairana right on the screen
0: (laughs) nice every time they come every time they appear (laughs) it uh, cuts away and cuts back (laughs) and it's like this is still this guy (laughs) that would be pretty good
1: (laughs) don't get lost we know you're not paying that much attention (laughs) uh yeah so jeff what didn't you like about it i guess what
0: didn't you do this week? It <laughs> just
2: it, it just felt like it was all...
1: Uh, I guess I haven't seen a Deadpool movie, so there's that on my side. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, it's directed by the same guy who made Deadpool 2, so okay. that's probably largely where the similarities are, but I don't know, it just felt... It didn't... It felt like it played it safe by having the... Uh, characters not be particularly engaged in what was happening in the movie
1: um okay
2: so like if you don't like what's happening well it's fine the characters don't either but if you do then it's you know a, it's a solid bit i don't know i i thought that it was fine i enjoyed it for the most part but you know it's like a, so- it was a solid c plus to me okay Uh, whereas something like john wick is very self-serious and like at every part you are it's it's got the like melodrama that makes it work for Mm. me which this has a little bit of it has yeah um it has like uh people want revenge yeah Yeah. hiroyuki Sonata and i uh, love him koji the two uh the like main japanese characters in the movie they're doing a really good jo- job of bringing that like that that gravitas to it that i think uh, a yeah. stupid dumb wild action movie needs for me to really hook
1: into it okay um one weird thing for me is i watched this on plex so uh, you know slightly outside of the law and <laughs> uh the version i saw had no subtitles now this movie is in english but there are Points in which characters speak Spanish, Russian, uh, Japanese, of course. No subtitles whatsoever. Most of these scenes are such, like, setups. They're like flashbacks to show you someone's whole deal that I didn't really need them. So that was a Mm. wild experience because through the movie, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to have them or not because they weren't necessary. I found that it was supposed to have them, thanks to Jeff. (laughs) But it was okay without them. So that was kind of amazing.
0: I had a similar experience in college. A group of friends and I got together to watch um, Red Dawn, which I had never seen before. I don't think any of us had. Uh, But this is that 80s -hmm. anti-Russia movie with um, Ethan Hawke and... uh, I know it had
1: Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey before they were together in Dirty Dancing.
0: Yes, and um, Charlie Sheen is in it as well. Anyway, um, and... There's a lot of them, not a lot, but there's at least five scenes in the movie that are between the Russians in Russian. Mm -hmm. Um, And we watched it. Admittedly, we were drinking alcohol, so we were not at our peak (gasps) mental capacity. (laughs) But we were watching it, and every time the Russians were having a conversation, we were like, it's so interesting and like a bold filmatic choice that they didn't put any subtitles to make us feel alienated from the Russian characters. Mm -hmm. It turns out the DVD is just not designed very well. And the, the subtitles are off by default, even for the non-English portions.
1: Oh, great. Good stuff. So
0: you have to go in and turn on the non-English subtitles. If you want the movie to not have subtitles, except for where you need them, Mm -hmm. which is very complicated. So, we re- we didn't realize till after we'd finished watching the movie that we just didn't have the subtitles on
2: maybe that's what's been happening with uh the the Star Wars holiday special all these years people <laughs> forgot to turn the subtitles on at the beginning where the, all the wookies are just speaking
1: wookiee oh god <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> If <laughs> they had real dialogue too. Uh, there's a um Godzilla movie from the 60s where they put subtitles under some of some of Godzilla's roars, and that feels <laughs> so incorrect.
0: Yeah, I like I agree. I like dubs, not subs. <laughs> I want them to dub over Godzilla's roars with somebody saying those words. An yeah.
1: American saying, ah an,
2: an American <laughs> oh
0: man going ah
1: be So good!
2: <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Godzilla stomping through Tokyo going Gra, Grah, Skrionk,
0: Laser Breath. <laughs> now, Louisa, I had assumed and maybe I'm wrong, but when you said the subtitles for Godzilla, you mm-hmm. meant like words that Godzilla what Godzilla's roars meant.
1: Yes. In this yes. one movie they show Godzilla communicating with another monster, I don't remember which one, but it shows their words to each other under their screens, which is that's fucked up. Wonderful. We're not yeah, supposed to know that's what they're the- saying.
0: That's the kind of dub that I expected, that I thought we would do if we were to dub that into English. Just, Godzilla opens his mouth and then (laughs) an English man's voice is like, Sorry, but I wanted you to know that I am not pleased with your nuclear bombs or whatever, you know?
2: Oh, God. (sighs) Yeah, I, um... I really like that in... Have you ever, hmm, you're both a little too old to have been into, Boom. like, the,
0: the Pokemon. I'm not too old, you're too young. The yeah, fuck you, anime, Jeff. anime,
2: right? That, that, that was Pokemon a, little bit, anime. a little bit after your time.
1: Wait, the one, what was that company called, that? For, was it called For Kids?
2: Uh, yeah, the For Kids, uh, Yeah, I watched adaptation. that.
1: Everyone okay. watched that ironically, Jeff.
2: Okay, I wasn't sure, uh. <laughs>
0: There are... I definitely had friends in high school who loved it in a way where I was like, we are all too old to be <laughs> that into this show. Uh,
2: they made shorts, that, like animated shorts, before that would play before the like movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And those were usually starring Pokemon, and their Pokemon language would be subtitled with what they were saying. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And That's I liked so it there. I wonder if I would like it when Godzilla does it.
1: Definitely...
0: I do like in Power Rangers when it would cut to the clearly Japanese actors in their suits doing kung fu moves or whatever but they would still dub over the Amer- American actors talking to each other yeah. in their costumes
2: that is always very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that that was always especially egregious because like Rita Repulsa does not even have a mask on her mouth just didn't match <laughs> what she was saying ever. Yeah. Nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and they made that Yellow Ranger a uh, uh, girl in the American version, but it was a guy in the Japanese version. And when you see him in that suit, you're like, "Yep, that's not a girl." <laughs> oh, interesting. I don't think I knew that part.
0: Yeah, you uh, can see his whole dick
2: and everything. Like, <laughs> okay, I know one of them. <laughs> well, like, that's what you were uh, implying. <laughs> no,
1: it's not. They're wearing skin tight Zentai suits. You can see. Yes, them. you can see their they- dick. Yes, I know. <laughs> You can see that, what else could you mean? You can see that the high school girl who has breasts in the uh, in her high school clothes doesn't have any when she's in her suit because it's not her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a dick. <laughs> okay, thanks.
2: And balls. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. We Want to specify that? We, anyway, we, under, we underplay how important the balls are. <laughs> to
0: you know, I, you're right. They don't get their respect that they deserve. And they add
2: to the bulge. They uh, add a lot. Okay, That's great. Jeff, what did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> uh I also beat Tears of the Kingdom, but mm-hmm. I uh I started uh as a result, started actually using some of my other videoed game devices, uh, such as my Steam Deck that I recently ordered.
1: Woo! Um, yeah! and
2: goddamn that thing's just gonna be a vampire survivors machine.
0: Oh, I mean, it it can do so much more than that, but that is a good usage for it, for yeah, sure. it
2: will do so much more, but it will also play a lot of Vampire Survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, have either of you played Vampire Survivors?
0: Yes, no. once I got my Steam Deck, I 100%ed it, because <laughs> it's such a good Steam Deck game, and I was just like... What if I unlocked every character and every weapon and every weapon combination? It took me, like, a hundred hours, but it's so good.
1: I keep confusing it with V Rising, so whenever someone says vampire survivors, I'm like, yeah, you're a vampire, you need to build your house? Yeah.
2: No, it's, uh... Yeah, you're right, though, that that name would be better for that game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it is, uh, the advertisements promise that you can become the bullet hell, so (laughs) it is like a, uh bullet hell style game like uh raiden or ikaruga or uh, man there's not really popular bullet hell games huh Uh, nope
0: because they're not very fun to play as if if you're the one dodging the
2: bullets it sucks yeah but uh basically like all you your only input is to make selections on a menu and move your character eight eight directions um so you are basically choosing weapons uh and other power-ups as you play that change what your character does or how they do it. Um so for example, the basic character because the whole thing is also like a Castlevania pastiche, it's it's made to look like like s- someone doing a Castlevania knockoff flash game. Um which is a really strange aesthetic and would normally be very off-putting to me but I like it um because I
0: like how I like how it folds in some of the weirder shit from Castlevania where like you can unlock characters to play as a panda bear or like a a little raccoon man
2: yeah yeah it gets into the like um the like poor translation of that era of video games without ever feeling like it's making fun of it um, yes. in a that's like a really hard line to to walk, I think um, but anyway the core gameplay loop is basically uh, you're, oh I was doing an example, the main guy one of the main guys you can choose from the beginning uh, has a whip so like every second and a half it'll shoot a little like cracked your whip visual effect and if any enemies touch it uh they will be damaged by it and if they're damaged enough they'll be killed and enemies are constantly moving towards you your character is always at the center of the screen so figuring out how to position yourself to kill enemies so you can get little gems for experience points to level up uh is like the initial challenge for maybe the first quarter to half of your your run cuz each run ends at 30 minutes hmm. um and then in the second half of the run it's more about like optimizing to stay alive because you're in most cases going to be done trying to navigate the enemies at that point and you're just letting them come to you
0: yeah every time you level up you get to pick a new weapon or to upgrade one of your existing weapons but you only get typically three options to choose from so it becomes you're trying to optimize your build of like you know, you can lean towards, oh, I damage enemies the closer they get to me, or I'm shooting out a lot of projectiles or whatever. So, it becomes this thing where your early game scramble to survive. You also have to be keeping in mind what you want your end game build to look like, um, because especially some of the later levels, you have to be, you have to have a very good build in order to survive long enough to. Do some of the special stuff.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you, it has like all the classic Castlevania weapons, like um, like a a Bible and holy water and a knife and a whip. Uh,
0: yeah, that Bible kicks ass. That's yeah. the best weapon.
2: <laughs> uh, the Bible's name is very funny. It's King Bible. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> exactly what it would be called uh, in a Castlevania. Uh, the what you call it the. Lighting sources, when you attack them, will sometimes drop chickens that heal you. Uh, like, yeah. they really lean into it. But
0: I love that the um, the candle weapon is called Candelabrador.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty good. So like it's s- very good. Some of them are support things. So like that whip example I mentioned, uh, as you upgrade it, you can get bonuses like it'll do more damage or it'll whip twice each time it whips. Uh, or, like, it'll whip twice, and then another behind you. Um, but you can also get things like the duplication ring, which makes all of your weapons shoot an additional, uh, projectile. So then the whip is shooting three times instead of two. Uh, and all of your other weapons that, that fire things out, you're throwing, like, an additional knife or an additional, uh... Uh, yeah, axe or, or, uh, uh cross um which is you know the the synergies that you develop are the fun part uh but then sometimes secretly when you beat a little mini boss it'll drop a chest and if you have the prerequisites met you'll get an upgrade version of one of your weapons so like if you have the um Wow, I don't think I know any off the top of my head, The
0: best combination in the game is uh, there's a a heart container that, like, boosts your maximum health, and then there's garlic that damages enemies when they get close to you. And if you max out both of them and then open a chest, it turns into this, like, black hole around you that sucks enemies in and then kills them and takes their
2: health and gives it to you. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, But, yeah, there's... Every weapon has a combination like that, which makes it really uh interesting and compelling, so then the like longer progression becomes finding out which weapons work well together, um, figuring out how to get the upgrades for everything, um, figuring out how to like unlock more levels and characters. like I've dumped a hundred hours into this thing. It's coming to switch soon, and I will recommend it.
0: Yeah, it's really, really good because I think, Louisa, you would like it, especially because Interesting. the amount of input or like twitchiness you need is very minimal. You're w- really just moving around in different directions. And then when menus come up, you have to make decisions that are really important. Which of these three th- options am I going to choose? But, you know, it, there's not a lot of like you have to there's not a lot of reflexes involved, you know?
1: Okay, I do like that.
0: Yeah, and it's surprisingly deep. The gameplay is so simple, but the, as Jeff said, the mechanics of combining things and what kinds of power-ups you choose to pick up because you only have so many slots, um, it becomes,
2: uh, like, obsessively strategic after a while.
1: Hmm, Okay, maybe I'll give it
2: a try. Yeah, it's interesting because normally this type of game, like a normal bullet hell, would be all about you know the Twitch gameplay and trying to manage how to uh, navigate through the enemy bullets and like perfect timing, but by reversing it, it's less about in the moment skill and more about the like Matt said, the strategy of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's all I did besides play the Zelda game that we've talked about every day for <laughs> the past five hundred days.
0: So now that you two have beaten it, are we going to stop talking about it every week?
1: You need to beat it, and then we'll talk about it then some more. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'm, But there's so many other good games out right now is the problem.
1: Uh, well, you have to beat it before you- I
0: mean, on. I'm going to eventually, but like, Diablo 4 is pretty good, you guys. Nah. nah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I did the thing that everyone does in Diablo 4, apparently where I started out with one of the cool magic using classes- and then everyone online is like, no, but playing a druid is so much cooler. You get a giant axe and you can turn it to a werewolf. So I tried it, and yeah, it, I started the whole game over again. And I'm like, <laughs> I, have to, I have to do it from the beginning because this class is so much more
1: fun. <laughs> That's always the problem with uh, games that are like, you could choose to be anything, but then some of them are clearly better than others because they mm-hmm. just can't balance it.
0: I'm certain that uh, Blizzard is going to nerf the Druid class at some point, and that's going to be a very sad day for me, but mm-hmm. it's so fun right now.
2: <clears throat>
0: Alright, so, what do we do on this show? Well, we uh, go to the news, art- the news service of our choice and look at the recommended articles for us, so we can talk about the new stuff that's happening in the world that is inter- related to our interests and not at all a bummer. Uh, so, today, I went to Google News, and I looked at the re- the recommended articles, and I got a poll Ooh. that you guys can, uh, can Ooh. take with me. You're the real
1: quiz but, master today.
0: Yeah, it's true. The poll is, what course are you most excited about in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 5?
1: Okay. Oh, Rainbow Road is that still in there? I haven't played. Probably it's probably
0: going to be. Right. A it's already in, road road in there. In there. <laughs> uh I don't think there is a new Rainbow Road in here. There's something called Moonview Highway, which is probably mm. similar. um I love what Nintendo has decided to do with Mario Kart 8, which is they have this like long-running franchise, and rather than continuing to pump out sequels, they're just like. We're just going to keep adding to that one. That one works great, and so we're just going to keep on going with it. It It's pretty wild. More game series need to do
1: that, I think. Um, What platform did that one come out on? Initially... Originally, it was a Wii U game, I think. Um, Hmm, Interesting. The Switch re-release
2: has been consistently one of the best-selling Switch games, like, all
1: the time since it came out. I'm... so. Asking, because uh, you would wonder if when they come out with whatever uh, system replaces the Switch, would they start over at that point? But maybe not, actually, huh?
0: Hopefully not. I mean, the currently this game is a stable, very good running kart racer game. And it has 48 courses in it already. Yeah. Damn! (laughs) Because they have added so many. If they just keep building on this, and, like, if they do a re-release on the new platform with all of the DLC already unlocked, people are going to buy it on whatever Switch 2 is. Yeah. You're going to make so much money off of that, and it already has so much great content in it.
2: Nice. Uh, Yeah, the rumor was when they announced this booster pass uh six wave of extra stuff is that they were developing Mario Kart nine uh but as development kept going on, Mario Kart eight didn't lose sales like they anticipated it to mm. uh, mm-hmm. so they instead uh shifted to add some of the new stuff they were coming up with to Mario Kart eight and continue porting old uh tracks amazing.
0: I mean it's just a genius thing to do. Yeah. There you have so much so much history to pull from. They they just need to remake them to work in the current engine, but it's great and it has nostalgia but it's also new content all the time. I and mean, you know, nowadays you can buy the base version of this game for like 20 bucks at Target and then you can just buy whatever uh Add-ons you want, yeah, uh,
2: <clears throat> and no one, no one played Mario Kart Tour, so you get to do all those strange real-world locations like Singapore Speedway because <laughs> they're bringing yeah. a bunch of like Mario Kart Tour stuff to the game.
0: I uh, before uh Mario Kart Eight came out, I would have guessed that I had played the majority of the Mario Kart games, but looking at these forty-eight courses, I recognize maybe six of them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did not play the Game Boy Advance
1: one. How can they come up with any more? Is the question. Mm, uh, Do they have... I know they have Outer Space. They probably have several Outer Space ones at this point. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh,
1: Do they have the classic Mario slash Nintendo idea that there's... Two kinds of desert. There's cowboy western desert and there's Egyptian uh, pyramid desert. Do they have both of those? Well, Louisa, yes. let me uh,
0: let me tell you. There's way more than two kinds of desert. There is the Egyptian one and there's
1: also the cowboy one.
0: There's also a cheese themed one. <laughs>
1: huh. I was gonna say food could be one, but they've already covered that. Have they? They've covered. I'm sure some kind of jungle. Uh, have yep. they gone underwater?
0: Yep. Uh yes, yeah, definitely yes. Uh, Ice they've done for sure. Yeah. They have a lot of ones in castles, like a lot of ones in
2: Bowser's Castle. <laughs> there's a
1: caves. bunch
2: of there's a bunch of Mario Kart yeah, eight caves. original ones that are like instead of laps, you're doing a straightaway like it's one way, and there's three like markers. Um hmm. like there's one that's Wario Mountain and it's a whole downhill ski from like you're dropped out of a plane
1: to the bottom <laughs> of the mountain. That's pretty good. Um,
0: I think they have a lot of ones where you're dodging like street cars or buses or something while you're driving around a little European city. Huh. A lot of that.
1: The trouble is, I think they have come up with more ideas than I can come up with. So how can I possibly yeah. answer this poll?
0: Boardwalks are a lot of these as well. That makes sense. A
1: lot of giant pianos. <laughs> is there one where you're driving around on a big dinosaur or something? There's one where you're driving around on a big dragon. Does oh, that count? Yes, it does count. Okay.
2: Okay. There is one that is just the Mario Kart knockoff from Wreck-It Ralph, uh, mm. Sweet Sweet Canyon. It's all yep. ca- all cakes and candy and stuff. Ugh. That's pretty
0: good. I'm still surprised they never made that, uh, what is the, I keep wanting to say Sweet Cup and Cakes, but I know that's a home <laughs> star runner thing. What is the name of the, uh... Yeah, what is the name of it? Sweet racers sweet racers sugar sugar rush sugar, sugar rush. rush that's a good uh, name yeah. i don't know there. i didn't remember it yeah um
1: wait from wreck so, yeah.
0: yeah they okay. never made they made the video game of fix it felix which fine <laughs> yeah but they never made a, a sugar rush game and it looks so good
2: yeah that would be really good well you can just play sweet sweet mountain in mario kart 8 and get a similar effect
0: yeah, but I liked that the the power ups in the movie were different than your what you're used to in Mario Kart games, mm. and like the, you could interact with the the setting more. They like use sparks to light cherry bombs. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. in the, the movie That's I haven't fun. seen the movie in a long time. Yeah, it's to been be a fair, while.
2: Um, yeah, I I love when they add one of the Super Nintendo Mario Kart levels to. Mario Kart 8, because the names of those levels are things like Donut Plains 3. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. That's terrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. Um, I would like to do the public service. Jeff already knows about this, obviously. I think Louisa does too, but uh, the public service of telling everyone the best drinking game that you can play with a video game is the Mario Kart game Don't Drink and Drive, where you have to you're competing to win the game, and you have to finish a whole beer before you can cross the finish line. So, But you can't ever be drinking while your cart is in motion. So you can either uh, stop at the beginning and chug a whole beer, or hope you fall off of the course enough that you can drink while Kamek is uh, bringing you back to the the course, or you can drive all the way to the end and then slam on the brakes at the finish line and chug a beer. All three are very funny. Yeah. And as you play the game more, you fall off the courses more and it becomes easier. Because <laughs> you have more time to drink.
2: Yeah. That's great. Uh It's not a game that you should play if you're over the age of, say, 32, because you will die. <laughs> yes. It's so... You get so hammered so fast. Uh, but, you know, if you're in your 20s or... Um... Yeah, no, in your 20s. Or have a death wish. <laughs> if you're in your 20s or some kind of super athlete, uh, incredible superhero person that is not uh, on antidepressants and also can still drink heavily without feeling terrible, uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah,
1: I'm still obsessed with the idea of coming up with a new type of course, uh, thieving, mm-hmm. and I don't think okay. it's possible anymore.
0: Well, do you want me to read you the names of these new courses in this new wave?
1: Yes, Okay. So we can pick one. First, I want to say, what if there's one that's a big paint palette like an artist would use, and it's all different colors of paints, and some of them are goopy, and it uh, makes you slip. Yeah, it's got
2: that dog from Mario paint in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Now, now I'm going to read you the
0: names of these, but Louisa, Mm -hmm. I know you. I've known you for a very long time, (sighs) and I know for a fact that as I say these, you're going to say... And what's that one? And I'm not going to know the answer because I'm just looking at a list of the names. <laughs> okay,
1: well that's fine. We won't take facts into consideration. We will come up with our yes. own ideas. Alright. Okay. Uh, number one, Koopa Cape. It sounds like you're going to be flying, maybe from ba- bouncing on different platforms? Like there's no road? You have to get around without a road?
0: Hmm. I assumed that it was a cape like a like a shore town. Mm. Like a cape cod. Koopa Cape cod.
2: No. Yeah. I went to go find this list, and it has a single tiny image preview of each course. Ooh, Would that help? Okay. I uh,
0: mean, you can certainly throw that in evidence onto the pile. Okay. Is it
1: Cape Cod? Is there a lobster roll stand involved? Uh, these Good are
2: <laughs> these are not labeled, so I do have to assume <laughs> a little bit. I think Koopa Cape seems to be some kind of like vacation river ride type track
1: interesting Ooh.
2: okay is
0: there are there extremely racist undertones
2: uh there are no humanoid in figures the picture in the p- in the one picture you're looking at no there are no humanoid figures and so no opportunities oh. for uh racism. um i think
1: you'll find there are plenty of opportunities for racism without humanoid figures take a look at the other mario games
0: yep italian racism okay number two <laughs> Los Angeles laps.
1: Ugh, you're you're stuck in traffic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to get to your nude modeling uh, audition.
1: You have to. The course is only uh, 15 feet long, but you have to get there before 10 minutes have elapsed.
0: Yep. Do you think you drive through the Hollywood sign at some point on this course? Oh, that would be you great. have to, right? Yeah.
1: Man, I thought Ramp this was
0: right, right a off much- the
2: observatory. I thought this was a much more walkable Mario Kart, but no, you <laughs> yeah. really do have to have a Mario Kart to get around this town. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, we all remember when uh, they colluded to get rid of the trolleys and uh, brick up Toontown. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm obviously <laughs> All I'm these looking... things are related.
0: Oh my god, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit Kart Racer game would actually kick ass.
1: <laughs> and who would play Mario? Why, of course, Bob Hoskins. Yeah,
0: oh, that would be so complicated. <laughs> Uh, <sighs> number three, Moonview Highway. Um, That's probably an outer space one. Oh, it could be like a romance-themed one. I'm
1: imagining like the America song. Was it America? Uh, Ventura Highway, which is about mm-hmm. how much they love getting high and living in California. So you're driving just up the did coast. Did
0: Los Angeles laps, Louisiana No, this you is different. This one. is
1: surf culture. This is driving up the oh, coast okay. to get high on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Only one of
2: these uh, screenshots is at night. And I had initially thought it was the Los Angeles one because it looks like a city, but I think this is Moonview Highway. Damn. Mm.
0: Uh, Next one, Squeaky Clean Sprint. I think I know this one is like a bathroom themed
2: one, which is great. Yeah, you th- It looks like mm. you're going to be tiny inside of a giant bathroom.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of love it. A lot of soap, a lot of scrubbing bubbles from those commercials that we all loved.
0: Yeah, I can't be the only person who watched those scrubbing bubbles commercials as a kid and was like, "This looks awesome." Yeah, why isn't there this a cartoon fun? about
1: the scrubbing bubbles? Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, number n- number five, Athens dash.
2: Yeah, Uh, it's just like ruins of the Parthenon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Boring. So that's fine. Uh, Next, Daisy Cruiser. This is the Daisy-themed one, I guess. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to say you're very small and you're in a garden, kind of like Honey, I Shrink the Kids. I wish.
2: uh, There's an image of a cruise ship.
0: Oh, yes, obviously it's a cruise ship. I think it's just going
2: to be a standard oval in a really boring way. Hmm. Does she
0: own a yacht? Daisy is kind. Daisy is kind of a standard oval in a really poor way, (laughs) so that makes sense. (laughs) Do we need to?
1: Do we need to cancel Daisy for being royalty? First of all, obviously, but also she owns a, a super yacht. She's, Ooh, she's the question. people's princess. No, I, I mean it is it. a
0: cruise ship, so he, she's she's renting it out. She is on that grind. Mm, okay,
1: cruise ships are kind of uh, seedy in the yeah. modern uh, interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Prin- yeah. Princess Daisy
2: does seem like she has a job, doesn't she? Is it playing tennis? I don't Ooh, know. Good, like, good question. Princess Peach feels like she's an unemployed dilettante. She's the- yeah, she's the idle rich. <laughs> yeah, for sure. she's playing tennis because, like, that's a rich people thing to do. Daisy's playing tennis because it's the only way she can get out <laughs> anger after her, like, shifted target. So are you saying or, that. Like,
0: she needs that exposure. I feel like she's trying to be an influencer.
1: <laughs> mm, are you saying that Sarasaland is an impoverished nation because I would believe it? And she has to have a job because there is no money in that country. Uh, yeah. I think
0: I mean she's a princess, that just means she's of royal lineage. She may not have a role in the government
2: anymore. Yeah, I think Sarasaland might just um maybe they have like a constitutional democracy
0: now mm-hmm. and they,
2: the monarchy is only symbolic, but they don't have any money. Well,
1: the tr- she's <sighs> like
0: she's like King James in Cromwell's England. Exactly. Yeah. Here's there it
1: the is. Thi- yeah, but here's the thing though. In in modern uh in the world When there are figurehead royals, whatever country, they do get a stipend from the government so they don't have to go around looking poor, right? Mm. Well, that's why she's always wearing ball gowns (laughs)
0: to her job at Target. (laughs) (laughs) To
1: hide the fact that she's poor? Yeah, I can see that. Dress for the job you want, princess. (laughs) Well, and also,
0: (laughs) and also, if you're getting a government stipend to not look poor, but it's just enough to keep you mm-hmm. uh, from looking poor that you have to sp- like there may be rules that she has to spend it on clothes and not, you know, food or a place yeah. to live. They're,
1: they're letting her look <clears throat> rich enough to go and hobnob with other royals mm, in the hopes yes. that she will make an advantageous marriage. But there aren't mm-hmm. any princes or kings in the fucking Mushroom Kingdom and environs. It's all a bunch of plumbers and weird perverts from wherever we decided Wario was from.
0: Yeah, they keep on trying to marry her off to Bowser Jr.
1: Yeah. He's got uh, he's got uh, some royal... Uh, uh, he's got castles, he's, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's Nouveau-Riche for sure, but they need it. I mean, his father is King Koopa. Oh, that's true. But he's like, he like bought the title of king after making a, his millions on, you know, whatever the mushroom equivalent of steel is. <laughs>
1: Well, that might be all you need if you're if you if you have the uh, royal lineage, but not the money. You might just need to mm-hmm. marry some rich guy.
2: Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that's, he exactly. he ordered a square inch of land in Scotland from online, and now mm-hmm. has ty- he styles himself King Koopa. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I lose so much respect for people when they do ads for that thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Several podcasts I listen to have get done ads for that, like by a. A square foot of land in Scotland to become a lord, which is such a scam and such bullshit. Yeah, I don't know why anyone. I guess falls for
1: it. Well, I guess it's a harmless scam. You know how much you're paying. You know it's for basically nothing. But it might be a funny gift for someone. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, like adopting
0: a star. People do. I think people do think that it
2: makes you a lord in some way when it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope they don't think that. But yeah, Here,
2: yeah. here's the thing. Nothing makes anyone a lord in any way. Mm, What about if you were born to a virgin? (laughs) (laughs) Then you're the
0: lord. That's different. (laughs) Or if you have a hit song about royals, then you're Mm. also lord. (laughs) What if you purchase uh, a building and then rent it at criminal prices to young people?
2: Mm, That just has lord in it. That's different than being a lord.
0: You're the lord of this land, you see. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, if Louisa did she wouldn't be a lord. She'd be a lady. Mm,
0: it's true true. and if
1: i married koopa jr
0: Mm, which is the dream
1: yeah you'd want to live in separate castles from that guy though right princess louisa bowser (laughs) (laughs) the the fact of the matter
0: is that the internet being what it is there's someone out there who genuinely does think that they have romantic feelings for koopa for bowser jr
1: yeah people are very dumb is the problem yeah
0: i just feel like maybe the internet was a mistake.
1: Yeah.
0: In that we validate people like it's okay to be yourself if the yourself that you're talking about has like erotic fantasies about Bowser Jr. maybe that's not okay.
1: Yeah, people will turn their eyes to anything that they can see and then dump all their emotions into it.
0: Yeah. That's true. All right, we're almost done. Sunset
2: Wilds. That sounds fun. Uh I like the sound of it. It looks.
0: This is like American Southwest themed. I was
1: going to say, is it like Red Cliffs and yes, sunset? Yes, that's exactly
2: what it looks okay. like.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: There's a shy guy with a mining helmet on. All I can oh. picture
1: is that. Oh.
0: All I can picture is that one scene from the movie Cars where they drive through all of the car themed. Oh, yeah. Like Monument New Valley. Except yeah. it's like
1: Hood Ornament Valley or something. It,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Vancouver Velocity. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man, the beach? Another one.
1: Another infamously uh, busy town. Yeah. Yeah. What do they think Vancouver means? Is there a bunch of snow, even though Vancouver doesn't really get snow because they only have, they've only de- delved into the surface level of Canada. No, I think now I'm a, I'm a little bit. Like, I think I'm I'm cheating a little
0: bit here because the page I have does have a thumbnail with one course still image on it, and it is a skate park, and I would oh. bet that's the Vancouver
2: one. Oh, oh wow. Interesting. Okay. I think it's the one I thought was LA because I'm seeing now there's a bridge and some mountains. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, so is the skate park? One, the L.A. one? Uh, I'm seeing one that's a beach with a Ferris wheel. It looks like maybe there's a skateboard area there. That's gotta be L.A. Huh. I don't see any of these on my preview that look like a full skate park, so maybe they've lied to you and bamboozled you.
1: I mean, it, this is beamed. a still
2: image that's just <laughs>
0: ramps and shit, so, I, you know. It's got a bunch I'm of, doing the best I can those
1: big fiberglass lumberjacks in it. Oh, yeah. man, that would be great.
0: all right so i'm picking squeaky clean sprint i think we all agree that getting tiny and cleaning up a bathroom is the thing that we want right
2: (laughs) yeah that's that's gonna be absolutely the standout from these
1: yes
0: yes Oh, and Squeaky Clean Sprint is in the lead in the poll Hell with thirty three percent of the vote.
1: Is this a binding poll in any way? Yeah. Does does I, Nintendo about that? I don't think this?
0: it's even officially a Nintendo <laughs> thing at
2: all. You have to Great. you have to like that level if you voted for it in the poll. Yeah, and um, that's the only new uh stage among the eight being Oh uh, That's that's
0: why it's blowing all the competition out of the water. Yeah, the next highest one is twenty five percent for Daisy's Cruiser, <clears throat> <clears throat> and
2: blowing and all of nin- the soapy all the competition out of the soapy water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh,
0: number and then with nineteen percent, third place is Koopa Cape, which no one knows what it
2: is. Yeah, yeah. fine. I, th- I think so, people yeah. have a lot of affection for Mario Kart Wii. And that one's mm. in Mario Kart Wii. But that's mm. another one I didn't own. I didn't own the GBA one or 7 or Wii. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It, it's so cool that these all these levels are coming to this one that everyone owns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> I do like on the Switch having games that you can play... In a short amount of time and without a lot of like mental effort. Yeah. Because it's a handheld, sometimes you just want to have something to to kill a half hour while you're, you know, waiting at a doctor's office waiting or to whatever. Die. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um okay, so that was my news story. Oh
2: man. Yeah. Very good. Uh, uh oh, uh Jeff, you go. Oh yeah. god. Do we have to? I feel like we got enough mustard <laughs> out of that one.
1: You should do it real quick though. Whatever it is. Alright,
2: let's see. Uh Secret setting on PlayStation Five controller that's used by top gamers. Ooh, okay. What is it? Uh, the is create it
1: the
0: X button. button. Oh, uh, oh my god! It just manifests your will into the universe. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> Those are some top gamers.
2: Uh, it's the button that will let you take video or screenshots on the PS4, but now it's mm-hmm. um, customizable on the PS5, oh, so you can like have it. Uh, have it, like, tap to one thing and a long press take, like, a longer video or something. Yeah, Um, that's fine. Yeah, it's...
0: Is there a group of people who less should have the ability to manifest their will into reality than gamers? No. (laughs) Uh,
2: But they are the
0: group that most has that ability, it seems. I know, it's
1: bad. (laughs) They shouldn't have it. (laughs) They should not be allowed.
0: It's true. Uh... It's wild that, like, gamers have such sway over the gaming industry while people who are very into movies seemingly have no impact whatsoever on what movies are made. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh I think it's like I don't know, movies have a more mainstream uh uh reputation. So the idea is you want a movie that's going to appeal to as many people as possible. But games, despite being fairly mainstream, have a reputation as being for nerds who are into video games. So you want to make your game as much for nerds that are into video games as you can.
0: So much of the problems with the world today are that the people who run industries often are very disdainful of those industries. I mean, all the stuff that's going on with this guy who became president of Warner Brothers, (laughs) you really get the vibe off of him that he's like, Ah, uh, these fucking nerds love their dumb shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, eat this yeah. slop. <laughs> yeah, just like he hates movies and television, and he became the president of a of a, a company that that's what they do.
1: Well, yeah, that's all of industry now, right? The
0: uh... that's what I'm saying. That's what the problem with that's one of the main problems with the world right now.
1: The separation of labor and the rewards of their labor. I'm not saying that well. The separation
0: of people who like a thing and people who are in charge of a thing. Yeah.
2: It just like it should at least be the people who make the thing are in charge of it. And not just some guy who has a bunch of money gets to be in charge of it because he has a bunch of money. Yeah. But Jeff, he's got all that money. He must know something. (laughs) Yeah, he knows He's got all those
1: castles. He must be a real king.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. He knows how to spend other people's money. That's it. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Alright, we can't get into that if we're going to keep it quick. <laughs> Alright, yeah, go, Louisa, read the news. Uh, okay, uh, my news item was Alton Brown's signature cocktail for Bitter Lovers.
2: Mm. Ooh, Bitter Lovers it is a new hit song by Taylor Swift. It's a bay
1: leaf martini. Sort of that idea. Uh, this says Alton Brown has come up with drinks like the Smoky Tequila Sour watermelon negroni and cucumber cilantro margarita all those sound pretty good
0: and now he's coming out with a just it's a glass of unsweetened cocoa powder <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's just uh, brown stuffs is what it is yeah all yeah that's unsweetened together.
0: cocoa powder
1: <laughs> what's funny is this article's like here's this drink here's all the things that go into it and then it has to say because i believe he's coming out with like a cocktail cookbook or something it has to say Alton Brown doesn't share his exact method of choice for mixing this cocktail. Mm, And then they're like, mm -hmm. uh, but it's kind of like a Boulevardier, so make that. (laughs) It's like, yeah, "Yeah, thanks, article. Yeah. Anyway, make a Boulevardier,
0: I guess. It's pretty wild that we're still making cookbooks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, It feels like, as a society, humanity should have been like, we figured out all the different ways that you can eat things, (laughs) done.
1: But we haven't. Remember when the cronut got big and everyone's like, wow, we never thought of a cronut before? that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: it's not like they needed computer technology to design the cronut. What is your
2: point? Do you know
0: that? I guess I don't. Maybe he used CAD software to
2: figure it out. The new thing is the cube croissant. Maybe it's just <laughs> croissants that we don't know anything about. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, croissants, the final frontier. Yeah, that's the last the, <laughs> Hold the last on. area. What? Hold
1: on, I don't get the uh, disconnect between we don't need any more cookbooks, we thought of everything already, and if we come up with something new, that's because of computers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how are we still discovering new ways to eat?
0: Like, the same stuff is still around and available. Yeah and we've been experimenting with ways to eat it for tens of thousands of years mm. and yet we are still finding new ways yeah. like in other areas we find new ways to do stuff because of technology like music a lot of newer music employs computer technology in order to be cutting edge but that doesn't really apply to to food does it
1: uh, we're getting are a, a lot you... more fusions can... Now that people know about more world cuisine. Yeah. Can
0: we all promise that sometime this week we're gonna ask a chat AI bot to design a recipe for us and then make it and see what happens? No! God, because No,
1: they're... I don't
2: want to do that, but that does sound cool.
1: <laughs> there are always like six cups of bananas and you're like, you can't? Even... Yeah. What does that mean? How do you do that? Uh,
2: no, it'd be great. <laughs> I. How did we figure out as a world society how to make melons into cubes before croissants that seems well, wrong
1: melons kind of uh, do it not themselves really make, yeah if you influence them if you force them to then they do it yeah.
0: i bet i bet if you made a, a croissant grow in a box it would be cube shaped as well
2: yeah right you, that's what i'm that's probably how it's made right they probably just fault take them rise in dough a box it, yeah <laughs> and bake it in the box because it's brown on all sides great good stuff
0: oh, man i got some croissants at the store yesterday i'm <sighs> gonna toast them up and have them with jam oh so good fucking love croissants
1: they are really good
0: but croissants are one of those foods that i'm like every once in a while i have to be like i could just get these
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like it doesn't have to be a special occasion you know
2: yeah you considered how inefficient their shape is though
0: Mm, if only there was some kind of cube related <laughs> way to consume oh, oh, wait.
2: I'm having a flash of inspiration. Croissant sphere.
0: Uh, how did no one think of this before? You see, Louisa, our little skit has proven.
1: Wait, <laughs> <The laughs> no, I was, I was on perfect perfect this side of The <laughs> croissant sphere. I wasn't against innovation, I was for it. This is Jeff. Jeff was the one I was against it. Uh, a nice round croissant you could bite into it like an apple. Mm-hmm. shine it up on your shirt your shirt gets covered perfect- in butter and flakes of dough <laughs> A perfectly spherical
0: uh croissant that you can't grip because it's too smooth <laughs> it
2: slips out of your hands <laughs> yeah. looking it's so buttery <laughs> it hits the ground and just keeps going forever
1: this is the true uh, culinary frontier which is molecular gastronomy and now we're in i think that Guys, I think
0: that we, the three of us yeah. idiots, think that future technology is just geometric shapes. Yeah, of course. It is. The only
1: computer technology we can think of is, like, a pyramid.
0: <laughs> that is the
1: seen... ideal shape for eating a banana or something. <laughs> that we don't know about yet because we haven't done
2: it. They... Yeah, how come we don't force every fruit to grow in a box just to see what happens to <laughs> it, you know? They make a metal cubes that can be machined so smooth that they naturally stick together a little bit without being magnetic.
0: Gross. Mm-hmm. That's gross. But can they make those cubes, instead of out of metal, out of croissant? That's Probably. what I want. I'm
2: looking at the precursor <laughs> to the croissant, the Kip Furl, right now, and it just looks like a lower-resolution croissant, and that's very <laughs> funny.
0: Kip Furl sounds like a Star Wars character. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you remember in uh, Sam and Max Hit the Road, one of the plot points was you had to make an eggplant grow into the shape of John Muir's head?
0: Oh, yes, I do remember that.
1: God, that That's
0: was a fun. great game. Yeah. Uh, I watched a speedrun of Monkey Island the other day, and nice. I was like, why don't I play these games? And then I watched the rest of that speedrun, and I was like, this is why I don't play <laughs> <Yeah. these> games. <laughs> and, uh, sooner or later, you get to a thing where it's like, oh, well, in order to... Like slide down this zip line. Of course, you need a rubber chicken, and it's like fuck you, game. Yeah, I never <laughs> of course I wouldn't that. have been able to figure that out. Yeah. <sighs> Good All right, well, thanks everyone for listening to our show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and uh, please tell everyone you know, everyone you see, everyone. <laughs> in eyesight of you right now needs to know about this podcast so if you're mm-hmm. on the bus you got a long day ahead of you put Everybody. a
1: big banner up in your window
0: <clears throat> yep bruce banner put a,
1: put a, <laughs> put a big old a bruce cardboard banner cut out of there. incredible hulk you can get one of those cheap fiberglass lumberjacks and you paint him to look like oh my hulk. god yes. he's so skinny it works <laughs> it's so funny
2: now i have to see if there's a muffler man that is painted like the hulk
1: doesn't he have a sculpted-on shirt, and then you just paint as if he didn't, like, to pretend? Yes. <laughs> He's got, would. like, a built-in collar. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has, has a collar have, of buttons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you paint the whole shirt green, and then you draw abs on it yeah. on the outside of the shirt.
1: And nipples. Do not forget the nipples.
0: And nipples, of course. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, put a, put a giant statue of Bruce Banner on your lawn and write Hack the Net on the chest of it. People will know what that means.
2: can't forget the nipples. How else would the
0: Hulk feed his young? Mm, It's true. I mean, isn't that what Old Man Logan is about, kind of? (laughs) Hey, that's a joke that only Jeff will get. Thank
2: you for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jeff loves it. That's the best. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can uh, join our Discord and then you can talk to us directly. You just need to send us a message on a social media service to get an invite. I'm on Mastodon at MattHeron at Mastodon.online. And I will be on Blue Sky soon once they start accepting new members again.
2: Yeah, I'm on Blue Sky as uh, JJK at the normal URL because there's no other instances of it yet. Um, but I have I've learned you can use your website name as a... As a handle on there. Um, Yeah. So I could make my handle weaponizedlanguage.com if I wanted, but I don't think I'm Mm. going to because it seemed complicated. Yeah. So JJK over on Blue Sky. Thank you to, uh, oh, I have to check where, I think it was Evan, our listener, who sent me the invite. Nice. Evan
0: also sent me an invite, which was very kind of him. Nice.
1: Thank you, Evan.
0: Um... And, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, is are any of us gonna do threads, do you think? No.
1: No, and I'm not joining Blue Sky either. Fuck both of those. You can talk to me at louisa at mastodon.xyz.
0: Alrighty. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, come back next week. But in the meantime, do not forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments.
1: Can't forget the nipples! I'm not going to keep that
0: one. <laughs> mm, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have found that one. <laughs> no,
1: it was too good. <laughs> <laughs>